0: Welcome to the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast brought to you by Lake Country Sleep. I'm your host, Erin. I am a boy mom, avid coffee drinker, sleep consultant, and expert in early childhood development and education. I hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome to this episode of the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different. It's more of a fun conversational vibe that I'm going for, not so much educational, um, which is what we normally do, but we have to have some fun here too. So I have my friend Claire with me today. Hi, Claire. Hello. And Claire and I are going to be talking about some of the scariest things as a new mom. So a lot of firsts when you're a new mom, and we're just going to talk about some of these situations, share some stories, hopefully some laughs, and I hope that you can relate to some of this real conversation that we're going to have today. So Claire, why don't you just give us a little background about your experience as a mom so far and where you're at right now?
1: Sure. So my bouncing baby girl was born August 2020. So she's 15 months tomorrow. Ew no. (laughs) Well. Yeah, so 15 months tomorrow and if you don't mind what kind of spurred this whole conversation was I boxered you to be like I went to Costco
0: (laughs) yeah so Claire and I we uh we chat all things business sleeping babies mom life in general and obviously like if you follow like country sleep you know that I have two boys and I document a lot of their adventures and our life. And, um, I think she saw that we went to Costco one day and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to do that. With- with- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> so we're just kind of here to open the conversation for some of these stories and experiences that we've had. So Claire, you ended up going to Costco, right?
1: Yes, so I saw, I'm remembering now. So I saw your Instagram story and you, um, I think you're just giving like recap of your day. Like, oh, the boys and I were outside playing. We just got back from Costco, like real casual. But I just like put my thumb on the screen, like hold the story. I'm like, if she can take her two boys to Costco, I can take my one daughter. (laughs) I don't know why Costco intimidated me to, or taking her to any grocery store, to be honest. But Costco, I was like, it's like so big in there. And like,
0: yeah. what if she screams? <laughs> okay. So Bo does like to yell in Costco because he likes to hear oh. his voice echo. <laughs> so oh my gosh, it doesn't happen every time we go, but I bet every, every second or third trip there, he's yelling like in the, in the freezer section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, in the freezer section. Yeah. Okay.
0: Not the freezer section, but he likes to yell in the freezer section and it's loud. And yeah, well, if people stare him just like, whatever, we've got it. <laughs> so here
1: we and are. That's, that's what it is. And like, that's so when you said, like, you know, your journey as a mom so far, it's like, so I joke that I'm a nervous new mom, but really, like, once I'm in these situations, I'm just like, whatever is what it is. Like, if she starts screaming, then sorry, folks, like get over it. But like when you're thinking about the situation or like building yourself up, you're like, Oh, like what if she poops in Costco? Like you
0: go to the bathroom and like change her. Like, (laughs) yeah. So, so Claire's coming at you today as like, not completely new mom, newer of one child. And then I'm coming at you as, you know, my oldest is three. So I'm not an expert by any means, but I have two boys who are 16 and a half months apart. Um, considering that Bo was born literally days before the shutdown happened, uh, before COVID or during COVID, um, our boys didn't really go anywhere until this this last March. So they've really only been out and about with us in public, like from this spring through this fall. So maybe six months. Um, and I was nervous about bringing them back out just because like, I mean, Bram was two and a half and hadn't been in a store for over a year and that's nerve wracking, you know, (laughs) and then both. So who had never been in a store, it's a whole new world for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, once we started going out, you know, we took all our, all the necessary precautions. Um, always using hand sanitizer. When we get back into the car, there are like part covers and stuff you can use too. um, not to like talk too much about all those safety precautions, but we definitely took some when we first started going out again. Um, and you know, the more we've gone out, Uh, the easier it's gotten so yes exactly that's just something to think about like yeah it seems like it's a really big obstacle at first and then the more you do it the easier it gets your kids get more familiar with the social situations that can happen at a store like that um and yeah like just the more you do it the easier it gets that's kind of what I can say about that Yes. We also have a rule that um, Bo rides in the cart. Bram's now three and wants to be like more independent, and obviously, like there was some boundary setting with that. Like you need to be right next to me, touching the cart, pulling yeah. onto me, within my view, <laughs> and he's really good about that. Oh, good. Yeah, and then Bo he sits in the cart and it's not a big deal, but we, I just vocalize, you know, not until you're three, you, you have to ride in the cart until you're three. So nothing. That that's good. I like that. He has any like comprehension of what that means right now, <laughs> but I just figure the more I can like ingrain that into his little mind at this point, when he does start to understand what that actually means, hopefully he'll be more accepting of it. So yeah, yeah. that's smart. Yeah okay so let's talk about some other like bigger things that happen when you're a new mom so like a really big thing that I was nervous about and I'm sure you were too and probably all the other moms listening was your first day home alone with the baby. Yes and uh, oh. <laughs> even like just home from the hospital, right? Like, you're actually getting yeah. a baby to take home. Uh, we've never had a baby before, like, you want us to keep this thing alive, so yeah, both of those things can be like really big milestones,
1: yeah. Oh, so first day home from the hospital, but I mean, first day home, like the first day you and the baby home alone, I guess I'm assuming. If you did, Brian ha- Brian had two weeks off. Then he was not even. It was eight days and then two half days, so kind of two weeks. Like I just remember that first day. Well, um, the half day thing was actually kind of nice. So he works starts work at six. I got I think he got home at ten thirty a.m. Those two first two days, and I just remember like counting like <laughs> going just hour by hour and being like, okay, we got to feed, we're gonna have like diaper, you're gonna go to sleep. Or whatever the routine was, I'm already forgetting. But I just remember, like, being, like, hour by hour, just, like,
0: counting down <laughs> until exactly. 1030. Like, oh, God. like, taking it one hour at a time. Yes. I love that. Um, yeah, and I remember thinking,
1: too, like, my only job today is to, like, keep us both fed and happy so not that we're making a huge mess. It's one woman and her newborn. We weren't like trashing the house, but like I looked at the kitchen and I saw dishes and I'm like, let it go. Doesn't matter. That's not your
0: job today. (laughs) Right. So just like easing into it is important for sure. And hopefully there's a stockpile of food that you don't have to like take a lot of time to prepare things. Um, but yeah, just hour by hour. And as long as you're both bed and you maybe brushed your teeth. Like you're good. You're good. What's a yes. Good yes. Okay. So
1: I just remember like one, well, um, I know you had a C-section as well. Like I was still very much in recovery and like nervous, like, Oh, <laughs> but again, just focus on me and the baby and you're, you can lift your baby after the C-section. So just trying to be really careful and stay on the couch and snuggle. Oh darn. What a rough day.
0: (laughs) I know those newborn days. They're so hard, but they're so like, there's times where I wish I could go back to it. And then there's times where I'm like, never again. No, thank (laughs) you. I know. (laughs) I know. I have a
1: friend that just had a baby and she's posting on Instagram, like snuggling her son. And I'm like,
0: Oh, like treasure it. (laughs) Well, like now, like we're, we're done having kids. We've decided Bull has been the exclamation point. And <laughs> it's funny because, you know, I see these other moms, my age having kids still. And it's like, I feel like my, my heart isn't quite there. My head. Yes. Like, I don't think I could go back to another pregnancy. Neither of my pregnancies were easy and some women make it look so like easy and like it's a dream and I wish that those were my experiences but they just weren't um and not that I'm complaining I am incredibly incredibly thankful for the blessings that I have right now in my children because it took us a while to get there um and there was you know a a lot of bumps in the road along the way but um you know, once we, once we had them and they're here, like, like I said, goes the exclamation point. We know that he's the last one. Um, But I think as a mom, like that's kind of, you're just like, just the way you are like instinctively and like in your, your nature to be nurturing. um, You know, it's hard to like see that happen for other moms, like even after the fact and just like, no. So it's like, can I even think about being a grandma yet and snuggling grandbabies, or is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe friends' babies. Yes. Yeah. No, I actually do have a few friends who are pregnant right now. So, of course, I will be all over that. Um, but yeah, it's just like when you know, you know. So, yeah. All right. So, we at the time of this recording, it's like early ish November. We have family holidays coming up. So you had your first holiday season last year. How did that go? Yes. I
1: mean, overall, it all went really well. I think the, what I was nervous for is following our sleep plan and sticking with that. And just like, you know, nursing in front of other people which I know we're going to talk about, but all the things like I got to like keep, you know, her on her schedule and make sure she's like fed and everything's good. (laughs) And I will say like, it, it, everything worked out, but there were like a few bumps in the road, like with holidays. I mean, you like time just flies by, you're sitting there chatting. And then all of a sudden, like, excuse me, I remember at Christmas in particular. um, And at the time, I don't think we really gave her too many bottles, She would get a bottle here and there. But for some reason at at my in-law's house, we had a little bit of an issue where she just seemed to want the bottle. I don't know, whatever. We all were like a little sweet. We slept in my husband's like childhood room, like all of us together. So like we didn't, we all weren't getting great sleep. And like eating was just kind of weird. And I tried like just going in the bedroom to nurse her and just like looking back now. It's like it was a little stressful. But we just figured it out, I guess. Like, I did bring a few bottles, thank goodness, and my pump. It's so funny. So we were gone for, like, three days, I want to say, to Chicago. And we the car was, like, full of stuff. Just, like, <laughs> we brought, like, everything. <laughs> like, the kitchen sink literally was so funny. But I remember, like, should I bring the pump? Like, bring the pump. And I don't know, like, I tried nursing. I remember I was trying to, like, talk to my sister-in-law, I think, or just, you know, chatting with family. I'm like, oh, I'll just nurse her in the living room. And I think, I think my daughter was just very distracted. I mean... We hardly left the house either, mm-hmm. but she like, could not like eat. So Brian, my husband was like, I'm just going to give her the bottle. And we, I was like, I can just feed her. It's fine. I just remember like, we were both just on an edge. Like we need to feed her, but this made a bottle quick and I pumped and it was all good. But I just remember like being so nervous for that. And and it happened. The thing we were we were worried about like, oh, she, what if she like wakes up in the night? She's like our queen sleeper. Never wakes up. Um, and she did because the room wasn't totally black. We tried. We like, "I mm-hmm. actually, I saw your story about tin falling the windows. So maybe we'll do that this year." <laughs> but they had dark curtains, and they weren't dark enough, and, and it, it happened. She didn't sleep super great. Eating got a little dicey. It still was a great Christmas, like no regrets, but it's like like we talked about, you just like
0: figure it out. Yep. So tips for like holidays, like looking back. like you said bring all the things, plan for all the things so that if, and when, you know, stuff does happen, you're prepared or at least you have what you need to be prepared. Um, and yeah, try to set up as far as sleep goes, try to set up the environment to be, uh, similar to what it's like at home. So bring your white noise machine, um, bring out, bring a solid blackout solution, something Cheap and easy is tin foil and painter's tape over the windows and just completely cover, cover out, cover up all, any light that can come in. Um, yeah. And I can't stress enough white noise. (laughs) You can drown out Any any noises, uh, coming from other areas of the house. If you're staying like in the city or in a town and there's like traffic noise, white noise will just help drown all of that out. Um, So yeah, family holidays. And then also just like parenting in general in front of family. I always was really intimidated by that with my first son because I don't know, like you're the mom, but it's also the first time a lot of family is potentially meeting the baby or spending more than a quick visit, you know, mm-hmm. so, I was just always like worried of, about being judged on my parenting and how that was going even early on. Now it's like, <laughs> my boys are just crazy. So <laughs> all with the punches and I'm like, yep, that's how they are. <laughs> but back then when, like, when was a baby, it was just like, am I doing this right? Should I be doing this? You know? So
1: yeah. I'm there. No, that's, that's a really good point. Like
0: yeah, it is intimidating,
1: even though it's like your family who loves you and hopefully aren't judging you. But for some reason, you're just like, oh, I want to be perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as long as you're doing what is best for your baby, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or says or does. So it's your baby, your rules. That's that's what I say cool. to family holidays. Your baby, your rules. So easier said than done right
1: <laughs> right and i was going to say like my going into this holiday season i'm going to try to stick to um ava's schedule like as best as i as best as we can but also just knowing that it's just the holidays she might have to like nap late or i really i really we're sticklers for bedtime but you know maybe 15 more minutes on christmas yeah. or something
0: but it's like, like like you want them to enjoy the holiday and the experience too and just knowing that if they're overtired they're not going to be enjoying it and when they're so young like they're not gonna remember it anyway so do what you feel is best and know that if you want to keep them up later you can do that it's okay like one night of staying up late isn't a big deal so yeah okay so how about like the first time you and Brian went out after Little Miss was born?
1: Okay, so I have to laugh because everybody laughs at me. So our, Ava was four weeks old when we went on our first date. It was kind of early. Air, I'm air quoting to the note for the audio, air quotes. Um, I, we just like, I don't know. She was only four weeks old, but we just so we got dinner and ate outside somewhere um nearby but I just remember being like I just want to go to dinner with my husband and my, mo- my mom thirsty grandma it's her first grandbaby she's like I'll watch her I'll come over Friday and I was like done so <laughs> she was only we were gone like an hour and a half That's perfect. um but we just needed to like I just needed to get out I mean hadn't left the house basically in more than four weeks so we had to like kind of quarantine before the birth and all that so yeah. She was only four weeks old.
0: What about you? When was your first date? Um, I think I want to say Bram was around three months and we went out to a hockey game. Ooh. With, um, I think it was with our cousins. And Bram ended up staying at my parents' house while we were gone. And then we drove back to my parents' house that night and stayed over. So he was like already in bed and whatnot, obviously by the time we got home. um, Yeah. And I'm sure he woke up and we did our whole night feeding thing because he was still little then. Um, But yeah, that was like our first date night. And I do remember our first overnight trip was our anniversary which is new year's eve we had like gone downtown milwaukee and were hitting up the bars having fun it was like the first time i was like having more than a drink (laughs) nice i was i like i didn't have a lot because i was um pumping and you know wanted to be coherent um in case i needed to go home to my baby but Uh, We went out and we had a nice time had, uh, I think we like went out for dinner and then a few drinks. We were back in the hotel by like 10 (laughs) o'clock. It was was a nice night away and out of like our normal routine and environment. Um, But like, we were still both tired. And I think Bram was maybe four months by then. Maybe. Yeah. So it wasn't like I don't know. And I know a lot of people like won't do an overnight that early, but we wanted to celebrate our anniversary and to just do something out of the norm. And that's what we ended up doing. And it was a lot of fun. I think I, I pumped when we got back to the hotel, I passed out, Matt ordered a pizza and watched a movie, (laughs) rang rang in the new year by himself. (laughs) It was like, we were still in those newborn days. Like he was you know that was, it was it it is what it is but we needed that and it was it was good and they say at your parents that night or your in-laws I think he was at my in-laws that night yeah so pack and play in grandma and grandpa's room <laughs> which they love they that they like to have the boys over and at least one of them will sleep in the room with them so oh yeah it's really cute super cute And they just like, no, you know, so So how old was your little one when you guys did your first overnight or haven't you yet?
1: Um, so we did, I did, Bri did. Um, (laughs) so Bri did a boy's trip in June. I did a girl's trip in July. That's the first time. Yeah. So she would have been 11 months. Um, and it was two nights away in a cabin up north with a couple of, friends and uh, maybe this is tmi i don't know my friend came to pick me up at noon on friday i started crying i was like i don't know if i can go um and my mom was there friday she comes every friday she's there and then then she was gonna stay till my husband got home from work you know so my mom was like oh maybe you could just go for like a little bit i'm like it's three hours north mom <laughs> um but yeah i just was like I just like freaked out. I was like, I don't know. My friend was so sweet. She's like, well, you don't have to go. Um, it's totally up to you. Do you want to just like think about it? We could just have, I think she brought like lunch or something. Should we just eat lunch quick and you can just think about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I went, um, and like, as we started driving, I was like still crying a little bit. So embarrassing. <laughs> and my friend was like so sweet. She's like, you know, she just was like chatting, chatting. She wanted me to like chat or be quiet. I'm like, chat. So she's just like talking away and we're like just and I'm I am my tears dry and <laughs> get to the cabin and I'm excited and like, okay, girls traveling, this is gonna be good. Um and that first night, I like woke up in the middle of the night to a phantom cry. I was like, oh hey, Mom. <laughs> it was so weird. I heard like I heard her crying and like jerk jerked awake and it was like dead quiet in this cabin. I was like, oh. Second night, I slept amazing. <laughs>
0: that's always how it goes by the way really oh yeah oh yeah the first night you're like you you either like wake up thinking you hear them or you're like totally like where am I right and then once you like settle in and start to like just unwind and relax then you get a real good night's sleep the next night that's always how it goes yeah Yeah, but I was I guess.
1: I, mean, I, was gonna say I was embarrassed. I'm not that embarrassed anymore. It is what it is. But I was surprised that I was like, I was so upset leaving. I didn't expect that. I knew I'd be sad and miss her, but I just had this like, like nervous feeling. And I don't, I'm not really like a nervous, anxious person per se, but um, yeah, my friend pulled up and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> like, I was like excited and then also like terrified.
0: It's like it's like one of those bittersweet moments because it's something you're so looking forward to. But at the same time, it's like when they go to bed at night. Like, yeah, you are counting down the hours until it's bedtime. And then as soon as they're in bed, you're like, I miss you. Same thing, same thing. Yeah,
1: but it was good. I'm glad. I went and it was a nice weekend away and I'm glad I like broke the seal. All <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I um when when we went out that night to the hockey game and that night when Matt and I went out for our anniversary like I, I'm pretty sure my sister was at my parents' house the night we were at the hockey game too. And I was like you need to snapchat me every moment you get, cause I want to see him. <laughs> so oh, he yeah. like the whole night. Um, and my mother-in-law did too, when she had him. So they would send pictures here and there. And there was one where they had Bram, like, like he was three or four months old, so he couldn't like hold the sign, but they had had like a sign sitting on his belly that said happy anniversary, mom and dad. Oh, <laughs> So it's like, As much as it was hard to be away from him, um, like you know that those are some really, really, really precious memories that like my in-laws were able to make with him that night. And we've kind of started to make that a tradition where we try and get away New Year's Eve and he goes and stays with one of his grandparents. So, yeah, or they, I should say now. So, (laughs) yes, you multiplied. (laughs) Okay, so we kind of talked about this before, but first time feeding or pumping in public.
1: Yes, so it's funny. Again, it's funny when you're like pregnant, you're like thinking about it. You're like, I'm gonna be like the brave mom that's just like whips it out and like feeds my baby. And I really wanted to be that, um, and tried. I mean, I really didn't have to breastfeed her in public that many times, to be honest. When I was thinking about the, like the first time, the first time I was at like a small, like gathering for a friend's birthday. And I had like my cute nursing top from Latched Mama and my cute, like, like nursing bra. So it was like easy access. Mm-hmm. And I remember like Ava needed to eat and I was having fun with my friends. And I thought, well, I could just go in my friend's bedroom. Cause she said when, I, when we got there, she go, feel, if you, if you want to go in there. Or whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with, what she said. And I was like, okay, what am I comfortable with? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I want to say, okay, it had been, a, I think Ava was like two months. So we were pretty solid nursing. Cause I remember like getting nursing going. I was like terrified. It was such a like, like getting her latched and comfortable and everybody seated and adjusted and buckled in. It's like, I don't want to do this in public. By the time we were at this like birthday gathering, I was like, okay, I can do this. And so I like just kind of like snuck around there and like, just nursed and it was like not a big deal it really wasn't I mean whatever your whatever a mama's comfort level is do whatever you want um I didn't I just didn't feel comfortable like how do I say this like whipping it out like I said it's all good but I was glad I had the proper attire to just sort of like whoop get us all like feeding and cozy yeah. um yeah but it wasn't that big a deal and I even like I think I was like having a conversation with someone too I'm, like oh one second Boop. It was on eating, and I just keep talking to the person, and they just keep talking to me. It was like not a big deal.
0: Yeah, I wanted to be that way too. And then I had to use um, nursing shields with both the boys. Um, they didn't have like a good latch otherwise, and my letdown was really strong, so that kind of helped like ease <laughs> the amount that they were getting right away after they did latch. Um, So just because I always had to fiddle around around with getting that thing on, I like didn't want to whip it out in public because like, it's one thing if you can like whip it out and pop your baby right on, but when you have to fiddle around with that and like expose your nipple to everyone, I was just (laughs) like, I'm not comfortable with this. And I tried um, doing it a few times, like with a cover over the top but it was, I don't like covers. I don't either. And I didn't have, like, you don't have enough arms to like, hold the the cover up, put the shield on, help your baby get on the boob. It just, it didn't work well. Um, so I didn't really breastfeed Bram too much in public. Um, only when I had to, and I always had the cover just because I felt more comfortable that way. Um, and then we ended up switching with him to be doing more like exclusive pumping. Like he would feed. Uh, He would breastfeed maybe once a day um, in the evenings when I got home from work. But other than that, like I was, I pumped for him and all of, he had bottles throughout the day and then we would nurse at night and that was it. So we would nurse during his bedtime routine. So we were never out in public for that really. Um, So I do remember pumping for the first time though, I was like out shopping for the day and bought the old ball and chain my (laughs) spectra spectra breast pump hate that thing um but I remember like driving my van around to like the very most empty corner of the parking lot and like doing what I needed to do out there and then got back to my shopping and I was like nice hang it I can't wait until I'm done with this because I hate pumping but You know, you do what you got to do, right?
1: That's for sure. I honestly thought you were going to say you were like pumping in the middle of Target, like pumping while you're shopping. No.
0: And then with Bo, I ended up getting one of those pumps that uh, you could like wear in your bra um, so that I could like be a little more mobile because I was like, well, I'm going to have a 16 and a half month old and a newborn. Like I need to, I can't like just sit (laughs) while this is happening. Um, and my goal too, was to like exclusively breastfeed him for as long as I could before I like switched to the pump. Um, it's like, you just gotta be prepared for everything. Right. Uh, and then the world shut down and we were home and I never really went out. So didn't really have to pump anyways. Um, so that was kind of a nice surprise. I guess something good that came of that whole situation.
1: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, reflecting on that, like the feeding in public, I was like, I think I only nursed in public maybe six times. And we nursed for nine months, but we didn't really go anywhere for much of that. So.
0: Oh, and honestly, when people would come to my house to visit, um, then I would just like whip it out and be like, yeah. My house, my baby has to eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my nips. <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> and I do think, like, being in the hospital, like, oh my gosh, I feel like my boobs are just out the whole time. Like, everybody in that hospital saw my boobs. So like, I sort of was
0: like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I just, like, I don't care. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. There's, like, no dignity anymore. Like, after you've gone through the whole birth process and the hospital stay, like, everyone sees it all it, it just, pretty much yeah yeah that's kind of what that's like welcome to motherhood <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: pretty much I mean it's, it's just
0: ever again
1: yeah really I mean yeah it's just about like your comfort level and your babies I guess like yeah. when I was trying to nurse at the, the holiday party A- Ava was like not she like wouldn't like settle down and eat. And I'm like, I think, she, I think she's like overstimulated. I, I think I am too. And so we got to just kind of figure it out. But um, I mean, it was that I wasn't comfortable, but I just was like, this isn't working. and I think it's just a little loud in here.
0: Yeah, no. And that's, that's a thing. Totally. Uh, when we had a Christmas party on my husband's side, I remember taking Bram back to like one of the bedrooms because I was like, it's way too loud out here. Like, I know this isn't going to work. So we just went to a bedroom to feed and it was fine. That's nice. Kind of like a quiet moment. Yeah. And just a minute away. (laughs) Like you kind of need that. It's a stressful situation to begin with when you have a baby. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a nice reason to just step away for sure. Yeah. Yeah okay so we've kind of gone over all of those big firsts except for what about the first time your baby's sick has uh, been sick yet well she's had
1: an ear infection okay. but the first time she was sick i i, I have to laugh so we always are like tucking your temperature or we were, I guess now we're a little more chill because, because here's what happened. So it was like a Sunday, I want to say, and she had a little bit of a fever. Um, it was like 101, maybe like 101, maybe 100, 101.5. So of course we're freaking the F out. <laughs> we're like our daughter. Um, and she was eating. Okay. I, I So she was, I think she would have been eight months old at this time. So that's pretty good for like, you know, for a sick experience. But uh, anyway, so she was eating okay, but you know, feverish. And we were so worried. Like we couldn't, like we had trouble going to sleep because like our daughter. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you why I'm laughing. So the next morning, wake up, she feels a little feverish, but she's okay. My husband goes to work. I work from home and we have a babysitter come to the house on Monday Wednesdays. Um, she's amazing. She's like, I don't know how we would like function without her, but I, I fill her in. I'm like, oh, Ava's sick. And she's like so sweet. She's been she's in her 50s. She's been like babysitting and nannying for a, a long time. And she was like, okay, I'll keep a really good eye on her for you. Lunchtime comes and my husband and I are like checking in like how is she doing? <laughs> Babysitter knocks on my door, which is really rare. And she says, you know, Ava does feel really feverish. So I take her temperature again. Oh, I should say, I'm taking her temperature with her armpit. It was 103. So now I'm like, ah! terrified. And i I'm like, I asked my babysitter, I'm like, what should I do? And she's like, what do you, what do you think you should do? Just she's, she's so sweet. I'm like, I think I need to take her in. So I call a pediatrician. We like rush in. They're like, okay, you can bring her now. Like hustle my butt in there. And they're sort of like, they were nice to me, but they're like, oh, like, she only even had a fever for like a little bit and like any other symptoms i'm like no but she just something's wrong and they're like um we'll run some tests but they didn't really seem concerned mind you i'm like tears in my eyes they test her for everything like covid of course uti she had a, she they had to do a um what do you call that they had to like stick a little thing up and get urine
0: oh, like a catheter
1: Yes, they had to do a catheter because like it could be a UTI, all the things. Everything was negative. But, like she just has a virus, mom. Like, go home. <laughs> but uh they made me like they like I said, they were they were nice to me, but they were like, oh, she's only had a little bit of a fever for like a day. <laughs> but
0: I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. So luckily my mom's a nurse. So <laughs> anytime like there was anything going on. I would just call her and like, get her opinion. Um, and then our doctor was really, really great. We don't see him anymore because our insurance changed, which we have another really great pediatrician, but, um, we used to see a family doctor back when Bram was a baby and he was awesome. Um, but they had like an on-call nurses line, which I'm sure, probably any place does. I know like we go through children's now and I call them all the time and talk to the nurses. So sometimes I'll just send a message on like my chart and be like, this is what's going on. What should I do? Or I will, if it's more urgent. So like uh, Bo was, I think almost four months old. So like still in the newborn phase, but like mm. within the next week was going to be like in infanthood. And the threshold for the fever, like during the newborn stage, is 100.4. So, yes, he had a fever of 100.5 one night. Oh, and if your baby during this stage has a fever, and technically he did, take him to the ER to get checked out. Yes. I was like, shoot, I don't want to go to the ER if I don't have to. So, like, I called the nurse's line. I was like, this is what's going on. And they're like, we'd rather you be safe than sorry. So I ended up taking him into the ER. Oh, okay. He didn't have, just a virus, but it's like, you kind of like that's always my first line is to call the nurse's line and just find out, like, if there's anything going around, they can be like, yeah, let's check them out. Or um, like, go through the whole list of symptoms, how long it's been going on, like, if you've given them medication or anything, how that's working, if they're responding to that at all. So like, I always call first because it's like I don't want to have to drag my kids all the way to urgent care or to the ER if I don't have to
1: yeah that's yeah and I had all I have all those same resources at my fingertips did I think of that in that moment nope I was like a doctor needs to see my kid but now she's been sick since then and I, I will usually call in um, or the one time this summer I think I told you She was like, she's my queen sleeper, sleeps through the night, takes great naps. And she would not sleep. It was really bizarre. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, and she only would nap on me at 11 months old, or I think she was 12 months old. I'm like, this yeah, it was the week after string one. And so I called and they said, oh, it could be an ear infection. I'm like, what? She hasn't touched her ear. She's had none of the other symptoms, just bad sleep. And they're like, "Mm, bring her in. Sure enough, it was an ear infection.
0: Yes. That is like a telltale sign of an ear infection. If you have a good sleeper and all of a sudden that's literally the only thing that's going on is an interruption in sleep. It's like 90% of the time an ear infection. Crazy. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, and that's the other, the other thing too, that I love knowing when my boys are sick, like immediately, because their sleep is off like yeah it's just a telltale sign so anytime there's a sleep interruption you know it's either a regression or illness so or you've been traveling but oh yeah yeah oh my gosh first time for everything right Claire I know and I remember like yeah so
1: she got her first ear infection the week after after she turned one and I had so many people say like oh you're so lucky like that it was after she turned one right after but like then you went that long without getting one I'm like I guess I don't feel lucky right now
0: <laughs> yeah I mean we had like we I don't think Graham ever got too sick just because we he was home for child care like he was never really out and about being exposed to things when I'd get home from school, this is back when I was still teaching, I would like wash up right away and change my clothes so that, you know, if there were any germs from the kids on me, like I wasn't bringing it home to him. So he did fairly well with illness. And then it was really just like this past summer that we were getting every little thing that came our way. And I think it's just because, you know, the world was shut down for a while. They weren't out and about until, like I said, we didn't start taking them out until like March, April this year. And it was after that, like, you know, we were being mindful of all of that and washing hands and cleaning up, changing clothes and whenever we'd get back home, but you had only do so much. And we are of the mindset, like we want to still live our lives to some degree of normalcy, you know, obviously with taking precautions and doing what we can. Um, and they were just getting everything. Like they had hand, foot and mouth this summer, (gasps) the worst, like 10 days of my life. It was, it was awful. It was awful. They both had it and it was, oof.
1: Hand foot and mouth is so bad. And my friend's husband got it, and he was like so sick. So
0: bad. Um, they couldn't they couldn't swallow like food because their throats hurt so bad. What rash on their on their little hands and feet, and then they both like got fevers with it. It was just it was rough. It was like everything that could happen with it did. Oh. It was right before we were supposed to go on vacation too, so we had like bad sleep leading up to vacation, and then vacation sleep. It was it was a rough few weeks at the Minel House for sure.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, lots of coffee.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than usual, I think.
1: <laughs> and I will say this weekend. So I know we've already gone through two rounds of daylight savings. I guess like fall back, spring forward. This one, oh,
0: it's like the worst. <laughs> Bring forward isn't as bad. Fall back, though. No. Kids don't get that memo. They don't get it. <laughs> no. The circadian rhythm is strong. Yeah. So get outside. Do what you can. But, yeah, it's tough. Oh, all right, Claire. We've got the holidays coming up. Round two for you. You ready for it? Yes it'll be good. So all this to say, if you are gearing up for one of those firsts that we talked about today, we hope that our stories and just sharing what we did kind of gives you some insight and some retrospect to what it's going to be like after you've been through it once you're on the other side. So we hope you found this conversation today helpful. Claire, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. It was fun. Um, And if you guys need any other sleep resources, make sure you follow Lake Country Sleep Online on Instagram and Facebook. Check out our website, LakeCountrySleep.com. We have the blog that is chock full of all the sleep topics you can think of. Uh, listen to some other episodes of the podcast. Like I said, most times it's more educational than this, but this is, this is educational in its own way, right? So, all right, we will see you guys next time. If you found today's episode of the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast helpful, relevant, timely, relatable. We hope that you subscribe to the show, follow along, leave us a five-star rating and review, and share this with your friends. Your ratings and reviews help grow the show so that we can bring this awesome resource to parents everywhere.